Welcome to Backdoor Cover Podcast. We are coming to you. This is week two in a row here. Can't miss Mitch joining me here for an NFL week seven recap. It's going to be lit. What's good, Mitch? How you doing? Brother, how are you doing, man? I'm fantastic. I am doing great. I just, I felt like this was the morning I was going to avoid the high porn. We don't need the high porn blasting on our ears here for the intro, so... I hope everybody doesn't mind. We're just going to nice nice and calmly enter this episode today. I don't mind that. Maybe because it's a little overcast. Big yeah. Formula One weekend here in Austin. Everyone's a little banged up. It was like ACL, ACL, then Formula One. It's been a very eventful month. With a blended in of OU Texas weekend, it's been uh yeah, it's been a heavy drinkers month to say the very least. Uh did I'm you do some fun stuff. Close going, very close to going sober Ooh. for a little bit. Is that right? I, I don't think my body, I don't think my body can take it anymore. So oh, yeah, Formula One stuff all weekend long. It was just it was it was cool cool shit after just cool event and not the normal people you see running around Austin. That is a fabulous lead-in uh, for our boys at Early Bird CBD. Maybe you are going to go sober. Maybe you need just a nice little microdose to hang uh, your hat on after a long, stressful week or possibly three weeks of consecutive binge drinking. Whatever your reasons are, they have uh, what is needed, what you need, is I should say. You got to check them out, Early Bird CBD, the best microdose gummies on the market. You get 20% off your order with back door cover one word that's the promo uh do it if you haven't already uh mitch you know you know it's good it's it's the uh, i love early bird. it's the perfect chemical I, mix it's i no joke i already had half a one this morning <laughs> it's, it's i wasn't feeling great super nauseous it went away uh and i'm feel i'm feeling better i'm feeling better i'm easing into my i haven't even had my monday morning cup of coffee Ooh. i had the early bird first just because i was a little too nosh uh and now I'm getting to the point where it's it's coffee time i gotta load and, you up with some more of the, the early bird goodies we got some uh some care packages that came in so i'll uh i'll, I'll take good care of you here i re-up you uh but good to hear that you are still dabbling they are the uh the gummy of now the gummy of the future they're the greatest on the planet and we love them so appreciate their support y'all go show them some love promo code backdoor cover let's jump into some fucking football baby it was a pretty good weekend how'd the algo fare algo is sitting at 500 right now okay six and six uh before i get into that okay. i just wanted to bring up an interesting article yeah that i read this morning okay and i was a little disturbed oh most americans don't closely follow professional or college sports how is that possible this I just I couldn't figure it out. This is what the article what claims. These, yeah, according to the Pew Research uh, <laughs> Center, which, by the way, that yeah, I mean they've got real data and facts. It's not noise, and they even tell you all the people they surveyed, which was just under twelve thousand adults. But sixty-three percent of adults said that they talk about sports with other people a few times a month or. Less often, another 26% say they talk about sports once a week or a few times a week. And then the 10%, they say they talk about sports once a, once a day. I thought our 10% population 
was way bigger. Was the vast majority. That. Yes. That's right. What else are you going to talk about? The fucking weather? I mean, it is that, raining, do you want to you know. yell at each other over politics oh, and, and do that and just be bummed out? Barf. What else it's is there to the talk about, Mitch? It's the most fun. What else are you doing? Talking about the Golden Bachelor? I don't know. I don't. I don't get what these people are doing. Anyway, that was that was a weird, weird thing that I read. I thought the numbers were definitely very different. Um, and a I'll nice, bet those numbers are higher. Uh, where they really like their soccer or football, you know, in in other countries. I guarantee you, in England, you've got every single household is talking about their local soccer team. So yeah, we've got to fix this. Those statistical uh, surveys are so easily skewable too. Like it just depends on what audience you're surveying or where you get your survey out. Who's even willing to take the survey. Maybe the people who are watching sports have better shit to do than fill out your survey. Who knows? Whatever the may- case may be, it's 12,000 is a statistically uh, viable sample size, I believe. However, I have seen a lot of statistical samples of similar sizes that mm, they skew in whichever direction it is that the publication or whomever it is that's that's putting the survey out there. So you can skew the information here, here, a lot of ways. Here, here was... By the way, they lay out all the data. Yeah. I'm all about data, yeah. which will lead into the algorithm. I'm all about Yeah, yeah. we're warming people data. up for the data, baby. Yeah. So, by the way, they said that younger Americans, women, and those with lower incomes are less likely to follow sports closely. Hmm. So, yeah, for whatever that's worth, and they break it all down by the data. Um, I just, well, I just, I just thought that was interesting. Hmm. So, I wanted, I wanted to share it. Not the typical normal banter that we've got going on, but. Uh, it was something that I saw and I thought I'd like to share it. But um, overall, the algo uh, six and six and a couple of things. We've got three different packages that we promote. Yeah, let's go to Patreon dot com slash bet the algo. So we do a, a primetime package. It's like 30 bucks and you get all the primetime games. That's two and oh. And a couple of very, very interesting things. Jacksonville opened up. It was the highest rated play from the algo in week seven and it predicted a 23.5 to 15.95 victory okay. by jacksonville okay that's a seven and a half point margin of victory mm. that the algo predicted it was a seven point game 31 24 seven on the dot baby seven on the dot so the algo really identified that game uh we've still got the second highest rated play coming tonight on the san francisco minnesota game the algos looking for three and oh on the prime time the prime time has done uh extremely well over nice. the last four weeks um then we've got another package to prime time and then we add another five games to it uh that's sitting at 53 percent. oh and by the way the prime time game for the uh year uh, 55%. We mm. were 55% year to date uh, last week. We're, we will be very happy if we finish at 55% for, for uh, 2023. Uh, the prime time plus the top five. So what we'll do is we'll give uh, that package, which is 60 bucks. We'll give them the three prime time games and then we'll add the next top five. Nice. Uh, by value. Index. And that's at 53%. So we are above 
the break-even line by a half a percent on that in the positive. I am not doing good in the circuit games, by the way. Oh, no. I have to make this very clear. Yeah, we we started out great. We were ranked 300 and something uh, through week four. Week five and six, I don't know how I managed to do this, mm. but I went 0-10. Ooh. Well, if I recall correctly, last week you it was an O for week, and from that point on, you were looking to get the stinker uh, low right. man on the totem pole, right? You were going to go for the booby prize. That's right. So, uh, lo and behold, what I did this week is I took my favorite algo picks and I faded them. You bet it against, and I faded against the algo, which really were for we're, we're utilizing the same data yeah. the same way, just same betting outcome. the the same outcome. And so we're two and two and with tonight left. So odds are we're going to go two and three because the algo typically goes three and two like clockwork, you know, 60%. That's kind of what we, what we hope to get in, in the circus. So yeah. uh, For those of you that are interested, join the primetime package. Uh, We'll have the game tonight. Uh, Last night it had Philadelphia uh, winning uh, by five, Adams winning 28 to 23. Miami didn't do their part on that side, but they did their part by losing. So that was uh, that was a really, really solid outcome. Let me ask you this, Mitch. Does the Algo have a special uh, field for Kirk Cousins shitting the bed in primetime? Is, is that well, it? Well, I'll tell you what. I got Kirk Cousins on my fantasy team. Uh-oh. I know. I know. It's, Uh-oh. It's, sometimes it's amazing, and most of the time, it's disappointing. Primetime is, is the danger zone for old Kirk. So uh, I just know that he has a very hard time in the uh, the evening window. <laughs> so we'll see how he goes. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but six points of value, according to the algo, uh, the algo nailed the number one pick. It nailed the top, th- uh, the third pick by value index, which was uh, Chicago. So, uh, I've got a good feeling about tonight. We're on the same side of the Yago for our circa, and it feels it feels okay. I was texting it with Pete, okay. and he was saying the Bears were his lock this week. So it sounds like he, him, and the uh, Algo were in lockstep on that one. Yeah, it was. My lock was uh, Washington. Uh, that was not a Ooh. good lock. God um, damn, the Giants but, beating them. Did you see that? There was a quote from one of their the commander's defensive players, and he's like, I'm fucking tired of this fucking shit for the last fucking seven years. There's like 17 F-bombs. I saw that. Yeah, it was great. Oh, yeah. Great, great oh, clip. Yeah. Washington was in it for quite some time. I thought they were going to pull that one out a few times. Their defense did a fantastic job. The offense just didn't show up for the second week mm. in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Giants' defense really did show up. I mean, very, very impressive. Yeah. Back-to-back weeks of 14-point uh, uh, opposing uh, teams. That, that I mean, it's just that's that's impressive. That Giants squad isn't as bad as their their record indicates. They're super young. I think they might be the youngest team in the NFL. So it's not a shock to see them have some really bright spots. With you know, it's a talented group. It's just ex- exceptionally young. So that would be kind of my my whatever takeaway. Um, but yeah, anyhow. Y'all go check out that uh, that Patreon page though. Get your subscriptions right. Get you get you in the profit zone. Uh, it's it's where it's at. And if you aren't talking about sports daily, then you need to go fucking subscribe so that you can talk about sports daily with Mitch. He sends out a great email recap uh, right up leading into the games. There's all sorts of great additional added value besides just picks. Tons of good sports content. And if you're not talking about sports at least daily, 
this will help you get there to your goal of st- talking about sports once daily. That was nice. I Thank like you. I like that tie-in. read. That was a good read. That was a really good read. I was uh, I was definitely uh, impressed there. You're yeah, good. a couple of notes that I wanted to bring up. Uh, we talked about uh, the Baltimore Detroit game uh, on our gated content with Pete and I. And one of the things that I brought up, it was just this was a true test for 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 Detroit. They really mm-hmm. hadn't played anybody when you look at. Uh, their track record and Baltimore really put a beat down. I had that game. The algo uh, did have Detroit. It never felt great. Uh, that was definitely uh, a fade. The algo play for sure. I thought the chargers also were going to do their part and hang around and they just could not get in. You know, th- they always lose close games, Yeah, but he Herbert did not look good yesterday. I think he's got that broken finger, right? Or he's got some, broken component of his throwing hand. Um, but yeah, uh, they, the team as a whole didn't look great. Other than um, their receivers look pretty decent, even though it was, Herbert was having a hard time delivering to them. Um, I've got Eckler on my fantasy team, so you can imagine we stink. Um, but it is what it is, you know? I, I just, I just, you know, I don't know what to think about him. Because... Eckler. No, uh, Herbert. Sorry. No, you're good. Uh, I, I, I think I think Eckler is solid. Did he? Um, he didn't do much yesterday. I he think didn't do shit. He, He's been injured yeah. though, man, and he he doesn't yards. look quite right. The other team that you were talking about, the Lions, not beating a whole lot of great opponents. The other team that's pretty much falls dead center, and that is the Dolphins. They're where they've just been blowing the fucking doors off of teams that stink, and then losing to the Bills, and now to the Eagles. So uh, it was kind of a a letdown for the Dolphins team. Um, they're great for just running up a score on a shitty team, but when they got to play, you know, talent that can really get into the slogs with you, it sounds like it's not going to be so easy sledding. Yeah. My take on that Philly game, I, there's an energy that's infectious around Philadelphia yeah. right now with the playoffs baseball, and- everything else. Yeah. That's right. And honestly, I, I think that energy translates to that fan base Agreed. and the city is generally feeling very good. It felt like Philly was kind of an easy call. I yeah. know the line probably tricked a few people and just what Miami has been able to do. And uh, I think Ramsey was back yesterday. Uh, it was the um, it was Philly losing to the fucking Jets that really made things be like, okay, wait, how good are these guys? And then Miami's just blowing the doors off of the likes of like the Panthers. And so like you go into it, Dolphins are hot as hell. Eagles are coming off a dumpster fire of a loss, and you're like, mm, maybe I'll take the Dolphins. That sounds tasty, and it was a mistake if you did, which I was one of those people. I will say this: nothing will douse that uh, city of brotherly love momentum like James Harden will when the basketball season starts. So we'll see if that shit can carries into the NBA. If they could just get we'll that team you, going, goddamn, they would it'd be like the greatest sports city in America. Oh, well, it's it's been close of late. They just have lost I think like every championship in the last uh years. <laughs> we don't want really Philadelphia Phillies to win. We can let all other teams win in Philadelphia because right? I'm not ready for a recession. Uh, <laughs> the correlation is banana. No, it's true. It's true. Okay. Uh, I believe, um, what was uh, Philadelphia's team uh, before it was the Phillies? Athletics, I believe. I believe it was the A's. 
the Philadelphia Athletics. I'm uh, I'm gonna go with that as my final answer. Okay. They won in like 19, you know, 30, and that ensued with the Great Depression. Uh, Phillies won um, in 08. We had the global financial crisis, and uh, I believe there might have been one more in the. Uh, so they were the, 90s. the Philadelphia Phillies. Oh, never mind. So here it is. Uh, Philadelphia Blue Jays from 1944 to 1949 and the Philadelphia Quakers before that from 1883 to 1889. So there's a big chunk of 50 years missing in this uh, Wikipedia roundup. But uh, there you go. It was the Philadelphia Athletics. Mm, mm, mm. Well, let's not go back there. We don't need any of that shit. Anyways, but it it did feel like uh, Philly just looked they pulled away at the end. Mm-hmm. They're at home and they figured out great energy, great defense. They forced to, uh, uh, to make mistakes. I recently tried this app called better. Okay. Like B E E R. Okay. Are you familiar with it? No. Tell me about it. It's, it's like you make a little bet on, on player props. Okay. Is it good? Right? They've got stuff like this. It, all I know is I never do this stuff. Yeah. And I, I, I did a two team or not two team. I did Tua and Hertz to both throw an interception. And I would imagine that hit, huh? It did hit. It did. I was very happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of <laughs> thought that would happen. It, 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 it did feel good. So I had, I had a little bit of the extra juice in that. We had that one in the circuit five. Uh, the algo guessed that one, uh, correct as well. So, um, yeah, I like that game. Denver finally got off their snide, and they were 0-5-1 against the spread. It just felt like, hey, you know what? These guys are going to finally get a win. Barely, barely. I inked it out. Yeah, that one That one felt really good. I uh, had that one in the circuit, too. We had Green Bay oh, in yeah. that to go against the Algos pick, so... Uh, those those two games right there were the ones that uh, we actually uh, won by losing. But that a I think I think losing. I think the two and three situation is is going to put us out of contention for the booby prize. Oh no! We'll have to see when the state the standings come out, and and now we're just going to go five and zero oh every week, just tailing the algo. <laughs> what? Hey, question for you. Okay. Uh, Buffalo New England game. Did you watch much of that one? I watched the end for sure. Um, that was the worst touchdown celebration I've ever seen in my life. The, uh, Mike Gusecki, did you see this? And then it was like, uh, <laughs> oh God, it was so bad. It was just all these honky white boys, like trying to do the, <laughs> it was so bad, man. I, I enjoyed it. Mac Jones really just capped it off with like his little weird straight legged thing with the too small. I loved it. It was great. What the out? Where? What's your take here? What do you think? What do you think this does for this New England team? Because you know good. I'm a homer. Well, so you, I would imagine after the week before you had pretty much given up hope on the season, and you're ready to start draft watch, which this would tank your number one draft pick right off the bat here. But you know, I saw Belichick signed to a multi year extension. That's you know that just kind of squashes all of the 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 crazy narrative around it. So thank God there's a little bit less of that bullshit going on. Um, Mac didn't look bad, man. 25 for 30, 272. Yeah. That's pretty fucking good. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Kendrick Bourne's good, man. Well, um, I really liked 
the addition of Demario Douglas. Who is that? I've never even heard this name. Yeah. Yeah. He just come off the practice right. squad or what? I, I think so. <laughs> you I don't even know. He went to Liberty, uh, and he is a sixth-round pick in the 2023 draft, and he looks like a fucking pro bowler. Not literally, but he's he good. He looks like this slot receiver that New England has been missing yeah. since we lost Dola, lost Edelman. Um, yeah, Amendola. We just haven't had... Yeah, I mean, I thought they missed out on Zay Flowers uh, in Oof. the first round. But, yeah. Um, you know, Christian Gonzalez, especially, and he's Asian Boston college. So mm. maybe, maybe this is the guy, maybe this is the answer, but I definitely noticed a big difference. Yeah. I don't know if that's the defensive scheme that McDermott and company uh, had that they were able to take advantage of, but I didn't think that was going to happen. And quite honestly, I was kind of rooting for a loss. I was hoping that Buffalo would just beat up on us and, and now you're kind of in this weird yeah. no man's land. Now you're confused. Totally. You don't know what to root for. Okay. One one of the bad beats of the week, I thought, yeah. uh, for the Algo, was the Seattle-Arizona game. Yeah. I was hoping that Seattle would have gotten another first down late, and they just would have ran out the clock, and they ended up kicking a field goal. Mm-hmm. And uh, that number was, uh, I believe it might have closed at eight. Does that sound correct? Sounds, um, yeah, sounds about right. And, I'm sorry. I closed at nine. That number closed at nine. And so, yeah, I was, that one hurt a little bit. Uh, seven and five is better than six and six. Yep. So maybe, maybe one of those that, that got away, but overall we're, we're, we're okay with the algo. I think tonight we'll, we'll, we'll get a win and get this thing at 53% for the week. So and, you guys had, uh, they had, the algo had the Cardinals. Plus. Diago did have the Cardinals. Yep. Diago has been on the Cardinals every single game this year. Mm. Okay. So, so yeah, sadly, sadly it is. Uh, any other observations from, from the, the NFL? Oh, I, I just wanted to share this. Cause yeah. uh, he, the Irish guy puts together our stats and yeah. uh, we call him mixed stats. Cause he's just such a brainiac and, <laughs> and he loves, telling the world about all these interesting statistics. And I got to tell you, when I look at uh, the algo tracking, are, do you get access to the Google yes. sheet, by the way? Uh, not the okay. Google sheet, it, unless it's sent via email. I may have access to it. I haven't looked you lately. Probably, yeah. You, I need to go poke you around can have there. Access to it. Okay. But you should. A, cu- a couple of very interesting things that are starting to the, develop. Okay. So when Pete and I, uh, and, and occasionally we have guests on the show yeah. and we go through each pick. But when Pete and I go against the algo mm-hmm. and the algo is by itself, we're like the algo, you are dumb. Yeah. You have no idea. You're nuts. And you're crazy on this one. On this one, look, we, we, we don't know what you're smoking. Respectfully, no. Respectfully, we're going to disagree with the algo. We hate it. It, this is a crazy number. It's 10, three and one. Good God. 77%. Isn't that the perfect use of the algo though? It's like those irrational ones where you're like, this is just right. ridiculous. Why would I take this game? And it's always right. It seems like 10, three and one sounds about right. That's uh, this is a, it's a crazy number. It, 
exactly does that, Brad. Yeah. It goes to show you it's a that real, the biggest value of the value index algorithm is those those games where you're like, that makes no fucking sense. I'm never betting oh, that. Please take it. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, when I'm by myself, when I just go against Pete and the algo, mm-hmm. I'm 4-0. Okay. How about that? That's 100% if you're good at math. <laughs> it sounds pretty Pete, good. When, when he disagrees with me in the algo, it's 64%. So a couple of these interesting data yeah. points um, that I kind of like to see. And then we've got the consensus. Remember those consensus pick? Yeah. 57% when Pete, myself, a guest, and the algo all are together at 57%. So some good trends to, to, uh, to pay attention on. to. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like it. It feels good. Man, it's nice to talk sports. This is an overreaction Monday. Yep. Uh, we are. It is nice to recap and kind of go over what happened. I liked it. Okay, so here's it's my fun. overreactions. Okay. Uh, Badgett is better than Fields for the Bears. Okay. <laughs> That's one. Uh, let's see here. The Browns defense, best in the league, even though they gave okay. up 38 points to the fucking Colts who are led by Gardner Minshew. That's a really stupid take. I just think they're. I would. I wish I'd have given you that overreaction last week because it would have worked way fucking better. Um, I gave you the Giants are too young. That's why they they have uh, bright spots but are not winning games. Uh, and then the other two re- overreactions: the Lions haven't played anybody, and the Dolphins haven't played anybody, and they did play somebody this week, and they got whipped. Uh, the other thing I've been seeing a lot is like whatever team goes into the week looking like the clear favorite. They end up losing and in kind of an embarrassing fashion. It happened with the San Francisco 49ers after they beat the shit out of the Cowboys. Uh, it happened to the Cowboys after whoever they beat the shit out of to lose to Arizona. Like it's happened many times this week. So I guess who's the the team that is, seems like a clear favorite right now would be the Ravens after they just destroyed the Lions. Uh, maybe something to look at for next week if they're going to drop the ball and shit the bed. Um, and then the Steelers are like the zombie Steelers. They just somehow keep on winning games. How are they four and two? Like it seems like I, all I we understand. do is talk shit about them. They all I don't do understand how they're four and two. They're straight up the Walking Dead Steelers. So they beat I don't get uh, the Rams twenty four seventeen. I don't no get sense. how they beat the Rams. He didn't throw. Uh, Pickett didn't throw for a touchdown. His numbers were okay. <laughs> I mean, he was seventeen for twenty five. Uh, no touchdowns. No picks. He was only sacked twice. And on the other side of the ball, you would think 24-17, like, what did they do? I, I feel like nothing happened in this game. It was very boring. And they scored 24 points. Yeah. I don't get it because the Rams only had one turnover. It was that one pick by Stafford, and he didn't do much. Yeah, he so, threw it to you know, Watt. Yeah. Um, Cup was non-existent. None. Non-existent. They went after him. They threw the ball to him seven times. Uh, he had two catches. So they did a very good job defensively. Uh, honestly, very just impressive win. Puka, uh, man, Puka picks up the, and wherever uh, Cup leaves off, he had eight for one fifty four. Here's my overreaction. This okay. is my crazy statement on this game. All Never right. bet against Mike Tomlin coming off a bye week. Again. <laughs> That's a big mistake. Okay, there's my there's my overreaction. Uh, Buffalo, what is going on for real? Is this just a little London? They, they have these little blurps. Buffalo may not be the team. Philly is the team. Yeah. Philly is the yeah. team that we always thought they were. Yeah. Right? Yes. In my opinion. Uh, 
Kansas City is probably going to come out of the the a, 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 another Kansas City Eagles rematch. There's my overreaction. I'm done. That seems pretty good. <laughs> it's a pretty good overreaction right there. I mean, the last thing is that the Packers really should be feeling bad about themselves after losing to the stanking ass Broncos. Man, that Broncos oh, team. They're, they're not that good. Uh, yeah, like neither of them are very good. It was a it was a nice fall colors football game. It looked like the fall leaves coming down with the Packers and Broncos on the field. Uh, both teams falling down just like the leaves. Uh, that'll do it, man. You got any other uh, overreactions? Anything else to call out here? No more overreactions. But if, uh, if we can do uh, this again next uh, week, three in a row, I am enjoying these little recaps, Mitch. Thank you for making time for me this morning. I appreciate you. Yeah. All right, my man. Hey, see ya. let me play you out here. And everybody who's listening, do not forget to go check out that Patreon, Bet the Algo. It's where all the goods be at. There's tons of additional sports content that you can't get anywhere else. Pete the Irish Guy, that silly bastard's on there. Go check them out. And, uh, yeah, until next time, thank you very much for listening. Bye-bye.